Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. I'm Alex. And I'm Britton. Hey, everybody. Uh, good to see you. Hey. Well, good to see these two. I can't see the audience. <laughs> uh, how we doing? We're, we're here. We are, yeah. we are mm-hmm. here and we're, we're going to record a dang podcast. That's right. So help us God. <laughs> Cast. <laughs> Godcast. So, okay. Now, Alex Alex suggested before we recorded, he was like, guys, there should be a section of the show where we uh, pitch movies. I think Tyler has already started this with so, the So Help Us Godcast. <laughs> and I don't know exactly think, what that looks like. No, I think, I think we call it Godcast. Uh, and I think it's about oh, what genre? Because my first thought is like, can we do like a... Oh, what what's the what's one of the like Skype social media horror movies? Oh, uh, sure, like Unfriended, a, yeah, Unfriended or, for sure. Friend, I think I think uh, it is Unfriended. I think you're exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, my first thought is something like that. Like, oh, it's a podcast, but it kills you. Like, sure, you know, sure, something like that. But like, it's Godcast, <laughs> so it blesses. So you. like, yeah. It, so you know, can you take? Can you make a like? Can it be like an exorcism angle here, or is okay. it? Or do or do we swing in the other direction and make it a sort of hallmark, uh, oh. you know, Christian film sort of thing? I gotcha. I, I think I think regardless, um, because of the strong thematic elements that we're talking about here, I think Mark Wahlberg should be should be the star. Just I like agree. yeah, like Father Stew. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. I think as well. Now I'm picturing uh, the the sort of art for for Godcast, and it is a microphone with a halo. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. not that uh, does God have a halo? <laughs> well, <laughs> guys, guys, let's let's just talk about it. <laughs> let's just yeah, let's, let's just get let into me pull this. out Revelation here. Yeah, and let's just talk a bit about uh how <laughs> whether, uh whether God has a halo. How how uh the Lord's plan involves podcast. That's true. That's how yeah we're all going to be saved. Uh, this. I think got off to an appropriately strange start. I think so. Uh, and I don't. This, I don't. We're kn- talking. Yeah. Go ahead. We're we're talking about Lightyear. That is the movie. Yeah, we're talking about. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's. Um, you you said Revelations. I wouldn't say this is exactly Lamentations, but it's somewhere between the two. Although there are a lot of Revelations in this movie. Yes. And uh, Buzz gets uh, saved. <laughs> <that's> correct. <laughs> uh, this is. A weird movie. We'll yeah. we'll talk about it. Uh, Alex, what are the? <laughs> I, I have no I have no transitions out of any <laughs> any of that conversation. Just you know, lay it on us. You should have just said Alex and gone completely silent. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, Alex. Lightyear from twenty twenty two is directed by Angus McLean, and it has a seventy five percent critic score on rotten hmm. tomatoes and an 84 percent audience score and we're legally obligated to do this movie i guess <laughs> yeah it is part of the toy story franchise as it tells you in the opening title no opening i mean title cards i guess right epitaph <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the, uh, the the epitaph on on this franchise is uh, tombstone uh, yes. But I will say one of the things that I think works for this movie, I think, okay, 
I will say this. I think the way that they the way they frame this movie as belonging into that universe, I don't think works. I also don't know what would be a better way to do that. So just don't. Yeah. But so, so but, but before I even say that, I feel like Toy Story 4 does more to I don't know, damage or is more of an affront to the Toy Story story. Um because that is a literal like continuation of those characters' journeys. Right. Fortunately, you can stop at three and it and you're good. You're clean. You're done. You don't need it anymore. Unless you're Alex. Unless you're Alex. But I don't hate. I, mean, I don't whatever. like hate. Hate Toy Story Four. But I this one is vestigial. Like this is a a part sold separately. Um, yes. It, it is not. And it it doesn't affect the Toy Story movies, and the Toy Story movies do and don't affect it in ways that are strange yes um but like this has no bearing on the other movies so therefore the fact that i wasn't crazy about it doesn't really bother me because it's not like you took the like this is a toy story movie that i didn't like it's like no this is this is just like a thing (laughs) this is just like another toy i think i think that's a good place to dive into it because much like the godcast this is a movie that doesn't really know what it's trying to do um yeah the opening five minutes oh uh, yeah oh well real, well, real quick let me do the synopsis oh right sorry yeah, yeah. The uh the synopsis of lightyear as if you didn't know legendary space ranger buzz lightyear embarks on an intergalactic adventure he goes to one planet alongside ambitious recruits izzy mo darby and his robot companion socks as this motley crew tackles their toughest mission yet they must learn to work together as a team to escape the evil Zerg and his dutiful robot army that are never far behind. Kinda. <laughs> that, that that was a, that was several half truths. Yeah, that's sort say. of a that's sort of a like you know how they develop toys based on a movie because when they only are kind of working with the that's like sure. the plot they gave the toy makers. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> this when is... they were kind of like, we're still working through this. We can't reveal everything that's going on in the yeah. movie, but like here's the outline. It, this is for yeah. like the movie novelization of Lightyear. They send you. Yes. They send you that. And you're like, yeah. oh, okay, intergalactic. So a lot of different planets and not just one gray green one. <laughs> um. So. So yeah, we start with a title thing that says uh in I think it says in 1995 yeah. Andy saw bought a Buzz Lightyear based off a movie that he saw. Yeah. This <clears throat> is that movie. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't I think just that alone like fine. Like that's sure. that's like okay, you know, you can kind of do what you want with that makes sense to me um the <laughs> it raises questions to me i think i might just spend 20 minutes on this and we can, <laughs> we can really hash it out here because like every every subsequent minute of the movie for the first 10 minutes or so just left me with more questions about what it was trying to do yes um because first of all i mean if we're starting from the top level it's animated, so I guess the idea is that this was an animated movie, or this was a a movie that looks like real life to the inhabitants of the Toy Story universe. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, and is not it's not a cartoon fact, within a cartoon. Animated. Yeah, right. Because there is the Buzz Lightyear video game, so like there is there are animated graphics in the Toy Story universe, but like this is assuming, yeah, assumingly this is uh, 
there there is an actor playing yes, yes. Buzz Lightyear uh who looks like the Buzz Lightyear in this film. Um that is a, something I just stumbled upon as I was talking through this and that breaks my brain even more. Uh is it Chris Evans in that? Is that is this what Chris Evans looks like in the Toy Story? Anyway, um <laughs> so that was an immediate question for me. Um it looks he would have been much... he would have been 14, so <laughs> probably not. Well, but you know, could adjust sure. <laughs> Things could be different. Um alternate timelines and such that somehow became animated. Uh <laughs> the so that was one that was one thought I had upon seeing that. Um also the the movie looks if I'm imagining the movie is using special effects, the movie looks a lot better than it should for a movie made in 1995 and obviously i have to put that through the animation filter but like the movie looks to me how i would would imagine uh or or rewind that i would imagine the movie looks to the inhabitants of this universe similarly to the way avatar looked like Uh, to our universe when it came out that that's kind of how i feel the visuals would translate yeah i got that based on how good this because the movie does look really good i should should say that that's that's probably the best thing about it for me really gorgeous pixar is is still kind of top of the game in that regard um it looks quite nice and we can talk about some of the specific moments that that stand out for that um, but yeah, I, I think for one, you know, it raises questions to me about where, where is the movie industry in relation to, uh, our universe? Like is the 1995 Toy Story universe movie industry, is that like more developed than ours? Like, is it, is it farther along? Cause obviously yeah. the meta is that this was made in 2022 in our universe it's, but it, they're not really trying to replicate the feel of something that would have been made in 1995. I am. I, I realize I'm reading a lot into something that they were just kind of like, we're just going to slap this at the beginning and just call it a day because we don't feel like explaining why we made this movie. Uh, but it's all there. It's all the questions yeah. are on the table because they have put this random title card at the beginning. I feel. Uh, I feel like I just got a glimpse into the writers' room for for all mankind. <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> Like I, it just it yeah it it breaks my brain a little. I don't. I'm surprised. Uh, I'm actually kind of surprised that that you were so kind of hung up on that that specific element. I feel like there there are so, sometimes there are things similar to that in other movies that you kind of just let slide. Sure. Well, so I think that's a good transition. By, by the way, it it bugged the heck out of me for like the first 15 <laughs> minutes. I was like, wait, this doesn't make what 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 what. what? And, uh, so at a certain point, I was just like. I'm going to I'm going to give this the Eternals treatment here. I'm going to completely discard the opening 30 right. seconds and say it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When I kept, Which did also yeah. bother me. But and I kept thinking, so is there a Darby toy? Is there a, right. a socks toy? Is there and then how Yeah, I I will say I like that buzz at the opening of this movie does says a lot of very similar dialogue to what he says yes. when he shows up in Andy's room. I like that. And fortunately we all knew he, they were going to say it to infinity and beyond 14 times because it's a toy story movie. Mm-hmm. 
but I like that he says the like not no sign if the air is breathable and all this stuff. It's like, oh yeah, that's what he says in the first Toy Story. And he says, You're mocking me, aren't you? Which is a great yeah. joke from the first Toy Story movie, but not the kind of joke that's like, Oh, you worked it in. You asked if that was the boogeyman and you asked ordered a martini. You know what I mean? It it, it feels mm-hmm. like that worked a little more for me and makes sense why that buzz when he still thinks he's the the uh, the quote real buzz light the year. true buzz yeah that he would say that the, that all was was nice for me no I, I honestly have the feeling that that opening description was added last yes. minute yeah I, I agree that comes off to me as oh people aren't super excited for this movie because it's not it feels complete it doesn't feel like it's related to Toy Story at all like yeah. it's to the point where it may as well not even be a Buzz Lightyear movie like it has. I, and I, I, I feel like that was just a last-ditch attempt to be like, no, this is how it's connected. doesn't matter if it doesn't make sense or not. I say that. Uh, they have a running gag making fun of Buzz's narration, and that doesn't feel like a 1995... Like, if this is supposed to be the first Buzz Lightyear movie, if this is the origin movie, yeah. they wouldn't be making fun of that. So, uh, I want to get into that. I have theories. Um, I... You, you you mentioned that. I feel like there was a trailer that had a very similar description of what this movie was early on. Oh, maybe I I don't know. I didn't follow the marketing for this one that closely. Because I well, I remember it sticking out to be and kind of being like, "This is odd. What what what's happening here?" But basically, uh, th- what we're trying to get at is that this movie makes no attempt to feel like a movie that would have come out in 1995. It doesn't feel like it fits right. in the timeline there. And like I said, it doesn't feel like it's really a Toy Story movie in any way, shape, or form. Um, aside from we have a character named Buzz Lightyear and he wears the outfit at some point in the movie. Right. I... Uh... I'll get into that. I have thoughts. Uh, I th- I think I want to I want to set aside the um, how do the toys tie in and uh, why does this feel if I'm if I'm sort of no prizing why this feels like it doesn't match up with uh, a movie that would have come out at this time. I have thoughts on that. I want to put a pin in that. Sure. That's a whole other rabbit hole. Um, talking about the actual movie. Uh, and and putting aside the silliness of the that opening card, uh, we kind of get this immediate s- set of like different genre touchstones that don't really combine into anything. Because first of all, the Space Rangers uh, sort of play like and come across like uh, like Halo soldiers, sure, uh, which I like. I think that's neat, and that's that's an angle I would not have thought of for uh, for looking at the Buzz Lightyear suit. I mean, like, all right, what's that about? Because they got the laser swords, and like, they're they're big and and chunky. They're sort of space marine kind of like shoot 'em ups. Like, I, I think that's a neat angle. I like that. Um, we immediately, like you mentioned, it 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 gets right into a bunch of jokes that sort of undermine what they're doing. And are, you know, referencing the toy, but also making fun of the premise just immediately. Like, they don't make 
or they don't like the rookie and like there's stuff going along with that. Uh, there, there's just a lot of really silly things that it, it immediately comes across like trying to undermine a silly premise, which doesn't really work because the premise, we don't really have a lot of movies that are like, this is the genre version of Halo or uh, Mass Effect. Like if I make like it's a it's a genre that exists in video games. Yeah, we don't really have a lot of movies that do that in film. Right. Uh, and so that was immediately really strange to me that it was like, oh, it's it, it feels like it's trying to play on tropes, and I I know that some of that's just it's a kids movie movie. It's got kid humor. Uh, there's a lot of really standard generic humor that I'm not super used to from Pixar movies, and that bothered sure. me. We can get into some of that. There's a lot of just like. This is not funny. Yeah. Because it is aimed at children uh, entirely. Tyler just <laughs> sitting there, literally, no, like, stone. Pretty much. The whole time. I was like, okay. A- anytime just anyone opens their mouth, that wasn't funny. <laughs> but I, but I, I do agree, though. Like, but for a few moments, the humor is very flat. It's not, like, yeah. offensive. It's not, it's just like, yeah, that's, that's what a joke is. That's joke shaped. That's... <laughs> I, I laughed. I laughed maybe twice at the yeah. cat, and I did not sure. laugh for the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. I do want to talk um, about socks. Yeah, which is I think only jarring because Pixar is so good at not. Oh, yeah, doing that. Uh, it's it's weird to have it pivot this hard into mm. like the script feels like it could be the script for the script insofar as the dialogue at least yeah. feels like it could be the script for I don't know any any generic. Like, you know, we just kind of formed a kid's movie in a lab and shoved right. it out and made made yeah. $300 million, whatever. Um, yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah. Um, and so some of that is what I'm feeling from this the beginning. But there's a lot of jokes that feel like they're trying to undercut tension or ideas or tropes. And it's not founded... Like, it... it it's like, is the movie trying to immediately disarm you to the fact that it's adapting Buzz Lightyear and that's weird because he's supposed to be a toy or is the movie trying, like, worried that people aren't going to take the fact that it is it does have a very fairly serious plot seriously? I don't understand why it immediately gets to work on being like, oh, they're not going to take this this isn't going to make sense to anybody. So we have to like chop it up and, and sort of make it more palatable. Like, I don't, I don't know what the goal is there because I think if you just start with a serious, this could, this could be a movie that you start with a serious introduction, uh, that, you know, is all about action and them fighting vines and he's saying all the quotes and everything. And then you, you know, really pivot into the humor. Oh, you mean I, like the opening of toy story Two? Where we have the opening yeah, scene yeah. with the video game that's actually played pretty straight, and then oh, you realize it's Rex playing a video game, and isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah, like like, like uh, a so movie. <laughs> you don't you don't have to like like I'm not even thinking of this in like an artistically pleasing way. I'm just yeah. thinking of this as like the opening is serious to establish what's going on, and then you sort of drop the stakes because it's a kids movie. Like <laughs> like that that's all I'm really expecting here, and it doesn't even do that. It just immediately you don't know what's going on because it it really tries to drive into that um we get the the reference to buzz doesn't like rookies and that comes back later but that's like 
okay, there's supposed to be an arc. Yeah, <laughs> and that, to have even an arc that's weird because it's not explained why he doesn't like rookies. Right. It it takes like two thirds of the movie for it to explain, and it doesn't really explain. I don't know. Yeah. And also, if like you're if you're having like these really superficial attempts to connect it to the toy, Buzz when he is a toy does not behave that way. Right. He does not right. like. He's actually fairly respectful to all of the toys in Andy's room. Like he's not. Yeah, he's sure. not being condescending and like, oh, I'm gonna do this all on my own. Like, he's trying to put together his uh, his, his ship. Yeah. You know, his little cardboard mm-hmm. ship, and he's like, "Where's that bonding strip?" <laughs> and they're they're trying. They're handing him yeah. scotch tape. <clears throat> Mister Lightyear mm-hmm. wants more tape. Yeah. No, like that's like, why he's that, able to take Woody's place is because he's nice to everyone. Yeah, and it it doesn't match up with this guy right. at all. Yeah, when they try to create an arc for Buzz that he needs to learn to be part of a team, I was like, but that's not... Buzz was never had a problem with that, really, that yeah. I know of. And, and, and like... You for, don't have for to... For me, it all comes <laughs> down to if they had just removed that connection and just said, we're just doing a Buzz Lightyear movie here. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they had to complicate it. No. Well, <laughs> I'm not even thinking on the level of, like, oh, I'm having to think of this through the filter of... Toy Story and our is you know how would Andy watch this movie like I'm throwing all that aside for the moment which is just infinitely more confusing and distracting <laughs> uh and I'm just saying like I don't understand what the movie in, in a movie term if this was developed without and they they slapped the Toy Story connection on the beginning because they realized that it was confusing I don't know what they were going for like it, it is really weird to me and it doesn't establish like the the genre it doesn't really establish the plot like the opening act just kind of continues the movie continues to change for the first 45 minutes it it changes its premise like at least three times yes right um what's also weird that you're talking about the the tone it's weird to take such an ironic tone in a in a pixar movie but in a toy story adjacent movie where like those movies are very sincere there's like ironic jokes and they poke fun at stuff, but like even when they have actual toys like Barbie, they don't really make fun of Barbie. Like it's not Pixar is or, or was at least a studio that was very sincere and very warm. And that's one of the things that I love about the Pixar movies that I love is that they're not no. they have ironic jokes within them and sarcastic sarcastic jokes in them, but they don't feel like ironic movies. And that this one is kind of like you said already setting up it being like oh yeah whatever Buzz he's always narrating what this yeah. this movie does not have the sincerity of falling with style <laughs> right. sure sure right uh I was going to say having all the characters uh, almost die but that's the third movie they at least had some build up to that so. sure sure um so yeah they yeah the the premise. And I kind of just want to like track these changes and make sure I understand them. The The premise is then that they have, so they have this big dome or this big spherical ship uh, that has like a whole colony of people and they're looking for intelligent life, I guess. Um, and this ship uh, crashes because Buzz is trying to fly it away and there's a bit where the rookie says he could help Buzz, but then Buzz is like, no, I've got it. And it's not clear if the rookie could have done anything else because Buzz is really just kind of pulling up hard on the control. Right. Um, And then it hits a, a cliff 
and skips over the cliff and that breaks their their fuel crystal that they use to jump to light speed uh and so that's sort of like the initial premise um and then it shifts to a montage that i like but is again weird because we are so sort of unfounded in where the what the movie is trying to do uh where um what's his original partner's name um it's hawthorne it's not izzy it's i'll look it up okay i know it's Hawthorne. izzy's grandmother yeah uh is uh like it shows her going through life while buzz alicia alicia hawthorne alicia okay uh yeah buzz is you know the only person who's so here this was another weird thing that clicked for me this feels like a green lantern kind of thing like this is like literally green lanterns or uh hal jordan's story in new frontier the excellent dc graphic novel from darwin cook which um, they should just adapt as a as a movie or two correct i don't yeah yeah, and not an animated movie. I mean, unless it's Pixar, that would be fun. Uh, but Pretty I don't. I think. I think rights wise, there'd be some conflicts. Uh, and they should just do the, it. It's fine. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, Too big. To the fail. idea is that unlike yeah, Batgirl, the, <laughs> the idea is that Buzz Lightyear is gonna go fly around the sun to test their fuel crystal, and it's supposed to take four minutes, is what they say. Right. He's gonna go to hyperspeed, and he's gonna come back. Uh, through these like fancy rings that will allow him to decompress and get back into normal speed and so on. Um, and he's the only one brave enough to do it. <clears throat> so he goes and does it and the crystal breaks and then he <clears throat> uh, comes back around and when he comes back around because he hit 70% of light speed, uh, time is accelerated in five or ten years. Uh, and so we hit this montage of him going through these trips around the sun while he watches. And every time he comes back, he comes back for like a day. And Alicia has uh, this life that she met a wife in the colony. And there they get married and have children. And they uh, like she continues to kind of just manage the colony and she grows old uh, and has has grandchildren and everything. It's a sweet, interesting montage. It's it's a very Pixar idea, I think, in, in a lot of ways. I, I think it's the kind of thing that they... Kind of like emotional uh, tugging at the heartstrings that they like to play with. Uh, and so we, we, we get to the end of that. And this is like 20 or 30 minutes into the movie at this yeah. point. Like it, all of this stuff takes a while to get through. Um, and then... Oh, and, me, and during this montage at the beginning, he gets his cat, robot cat named Socks. Uh, and... Socks starts developing the, the fuel crystal uh, formula because he's like, this isn't working. He just keeps trying it. We don't really know exactly what, like, I guess the scientists are, every time he comes back, they're like, hey, we've had this other thing we wanted to try sitting here for five years. Can you try this one? Uh, he, he just keeps trying to go around the sun and it doesn't, it keeps not working. Inevitably, he gets back and Alicia has passed away. Uh, and now there's a new commander and this commander is kind of a jerk to him and is like, we're just going to sit here and we're going to build a laser shield and just not deal with all the hostile life around. There's also not that they, they get grabbed by vines. Sometimes there's not yeah. otherwise a super clear danger 
there are bugs. to living here because there are bugs that are there. Yeah, apparently this colony has managed to establish itself and not get overrun and like continue for like seventy years or whatever. be a thing for seventy years. <laughs> well, there, and, and so it's yeah, like, and there's a new commander who is disbanding the space rangers to make a laser shield. Yeah, that goes nowhere. Well, I mean it does, but but now it now it felt for a minute like the movie was setting up. Oh, this is like an antagonist that Buzz is going to have to like butt right. heads with and. It's gonna, and then he escapes from there quickly. Like it's just not. Yeah, but Buzz realizes that's or Socks is like, I've figured out the fuel crystals. It took sixty-seven years or whatever. Uh, and then Buzz escapes with Socks because they were gonna decommission Socks. Uh, and they he steals the the spaceship and flies around and it works. And then he comes back. And you uh, might be thinking, this sounds like the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you no, would be it's wrong. The beginning. Um, he comes back and then lands, and there are now robots trying to invade the planet from this big ship in the sky, which we learn is Zerg's ship. And he meets Izzy, who is Alicia's granddaughter, and who he saw in a flashback—not a flashback, but a recorded hollow video—with uh, with Alicia. And then he meets this ragtag crew that becomes his new crew for the movie, but he doesn't like them because they're all rookies or worse than rookies because they're like a junior group of rangers who aren't rangers because they don't have space. I don't know. Um, Then the they they fend off a robot and stuff. Uh, And meanwhile, we learn that the laser shield is up because of the Zerg robots. So that's that's working. Um, I don't even know. Like, I want to continue on explaining, like, getting into some more of this. But, like, it just is so insane. And, and like, it stops here and just becomes, like, okay, it's it's action. They're trying yeah. to get to uh, Zerg ship to blow up Zerg ship. And Buzz is learning to trust the team. Whatever. And we can get into all that. But, like, that is so dense and like stacked on top of each other and just like not like there there's no point at which you're like oh this is the movie right like the, it, it it finally hits that point at the end of all that stuff i just said and that's i think it's literally like 45 minutes this is like a two-hour movie well, just about hour 50 yeah um and it it just takes so long to get to a point where it's like okay this is the status quo for the rest of the movie like this is where we're we're stopping um and I think there's like you could you know you could have done you could do something with that where like the entire movie is I mean it's sort of like a, a Groundhog Day thing it's it's almost like there's a ten minute section in the movie that becomes Groundhog Day sort of yeah uh, or or a Groundhog Day type um, and if that was more of the movie if that was like the entire beginning then I think you could do something with something there with like that's how uh it it establishes that he's a man out of time you know that i think there's something about the name buzz lightyear where they're trying to make it be like oh to infinity and beyond he's you know traveling throughout time and like he's a man adrift um he also is now basically captain america because he's uh 70 years ahead of uh, or 70 years behind his time so that's so a whole other th- weird thing that's why they cast chris evans or that's uh, literally or that's i thought why I, they did that storyline 
Right. <laughs> like, I, which came first, the chicken or the egg? The poster. Yeah, like, the poster came first. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, but there's just so many weird grab bags of things. Yeah. Just thrown in a blender right there. Yeah. And it, it, the, the smoothie is, it tastes off. Well, <laughs> it's I, it's and it isn't, and it isn't blended. Uh, Tyler, you... <laughs> Uh, in in discussion of Halloween 2018, you mentioned having tried the co- Coke coffee or coffee Coke, whichever one. It yeah. Is, and how it didn't taste blended. It tasted like I was having both of those things at the same time. Yes. And this movie is like coffee Coke, Starburst, pizza, candy, <laughs> uh, flapjack. Um, yes. On a stick. And there's a hint of steak and somewhere. Hint of, yes. and, and just a meat. Just a hint of steak. Um, and, and it, I I would argue that these, the multiple premises of this movie don't need each other. The, the movie that we land on didn't need a time travel, multi-generational, I'm watching everyone else's life go by thing. Yes. And the buzz doesn't trust rookies makes no sense. Like we kept hopping to different things and it felt to me like. People, and this comes down to joke, this comes down to story, this comes down to anything. People just kept coming in and going, what if there was this kind of character? What if what if uh, there was a rookie with a silly name? And that that's a yeah. joke. That'll get us a few closer to our joke quota. Um, what what if, if there was a Taika Waititi character? Yeah. What, yeah. what if there was a, 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 like a mean old lady, but she's fun and violent? Mm-hmm. Great. Like they just kept, and, and even the... The the tugging at your heartstrings thing felt to me like an imitation of Pixar. It felt like, oh yeah, we're supposed to do something like that. Uh, we'll do this. And I like Uzo Aduba, but I never connected enough to Alicia or to their like. It felt like they they kill Alicia and then spend the rest of the movie explaining why that was actually a sad thing. Um, the Buzz keeps talking about their relationship, yeah. and it it and also <laughs> if Buzz is so if Buzz was so okay with having a co-captain teammate why is he so afraid or hesitant to be part of a team like the things don't connect and i felt like people kept just leaning in and pitching ideas and they went yeah we'll do that and like there was never a a a true through line vision that that is a movie right there is buzz crash lands with this colony uh, he has his best friend partner who is running the colony. He's going on these missions. And every time he comes back, things have changed. And like every yeah. time he comes back, he spends a day or a week or like they, you know, have to prepare things. So he, he has to stay for a certain amount of time. Right. And he discovers everything that's changed and he talks to different people. And like you do a ground, like that's a cool premise. Sure. If you do a movie that is like, what if it's Groundhog Day? But instead of every day is the same, every day is changed by three years right. like everyone's aged and so he's talking to people and he's seeing what's changed in their life he's seeing children get older and absolutely. children are getting older and like you know that's such a pixar thing yeah. like if it's if it's a movie that's about like aging and yeah. and sort of a metaphor for how quickly life passes before your eyes and like how much you can miss the small things because you're so driven by trying to do this other thing like there's so much there. It's a really cool idea. I li- it's probably my favorite sequence in the movie. Like, I think it's neat. I, I really, really like that. But that is a movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not something that you just gloss over to get to the movie you want to tell that's not nearly as interesting. Yeah, that's not a setup. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if this movie had been in development hell for 15 years and it just kept Possible. getting passed around and rewritten and rewritten Things and rewritten until stuck. like yeah. you just got all these premises just tumbled on top of each other. Yeah. And then they're like He doesn't like rookies, make that the character arc. <laughs> I almost wonder if it was that same thing except it was rushed to to be made. They were like we need another we need another tent pole, we need another like slam I, dunk. I mean, maybe it was after Toy Story 4 was actually more successful than a lot of people thought it would sure, be. Right. Maybe they're like, oh, you know, strike while the iron's hot. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it it's it's something that, I don't know, I, I just, I, I never got, it's not, it's not just that I never got emotionally invested in the movie. It's that the movie didn't seem like it was, there was much, that much there. It just, it always felt hollow and it felt like, we either thought of an idea and then abandoned it or we're just doing this thing because we're supposed to. And the only thing like that that actually worked for me was we have to have a cute animal sidekick. And I think Socks is a cute animal sidekick. Sure. I like the character. I don't think Socks is all time by, for me by any means, but Socks is genuinely cute. A lot of the Socks humor plays like uh, a sort of knockoff version of Doug from Up. Where it's yeah. like we're just gonna do a lot of cat jokes, and I liked I, I liked the animation of Socks like pawing at things and spinning his head around, and I liked that he was voiced by someone who uh, Peter Stone who like works at Pixar. He's not a famous person. I like when Pixar will do that, like Joe Ranft playing uh, Heimlich right. and Bugs Life, and like I, I like when they do stuff. I think Andrew Stanton voiced Crush in Finding Nemo. Um, mm. Like I, I like when Pixar will do that. I think that's fun, um, but I don't. That that was the closest I got to like, you are doing a thing because it's a Pixar movie and you're supposed to do it and it works for me, and even that wasn't. It wasn't the way in the aughts where I went. You're doing that Pixar thing again and you're nailing it. I was like, yeah, you're doing it because you're supposed to. Whatever. Yeah. Um. I was just very off put by the lack of connection to to Toy Story. Um. And this all circles around just this interpretation of Buzz. And, I, I like, I didn't even think Chris Evans gave, like, he's fine. But I mm. didn't think it was, like, an amazing performance or anything. I thought it's it was very, neat, very standard to for me, this it's kind a, of movie. It's a neat kind of evocation of Tim Allen without just doing a Tim Allen impression. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I liked I liked him. that. Yeah. And I like the idea that in this universe, Tim Allen did the voice for the toy. Sure. Uh, because they couldn't it's one of those things where like in video games they can't get the original voice actors so they get like someone who can sound kind of like him. <laughs> I, I actually didn't like that I thought that was a little disrespectful to Tim Allen and the, and he's the someone I respect a lot yeah <laughs> no I'm, I'm I know I know I'm, what you mean I completely know what you mean <laughs> whatever um we reviewed the Santa Claus movies I think I think that speaks for itself um and but, Christmas with the Cranks. And Christmas with the, my favorite movie. Um, yes. But if this is supposed, and I'm I'm going back to that opening descriptor, if this sure. is supposed to be the movie that came out in 1995, you are telling me that the Tim Allen voice is the knockoff that they got. Tim, yes. The no, cheaper I, yeah. option because they couldn't get this guy. I think that's not maybe not intentionally, but I do think sure. that's disrespectful. No, I, I I do know what you mean, and I do agree because I I did have that same thought of like, so wait a minute, what? What does this say about the buzz we get in the in the? Yeah, and movies? I think yeah. I think the actual we can 
I don't know, maybe this is a good jumping off point to get into, like, again, getting into some of the Toy Story connections and, like, how the movie is weird about that. Um, you could make the argument that the toy sounds different because it's a toy, as toys normally do. They don't, you know, even if they are playing an actual recording of the line, it doesn't sound the same. Uh, so you, you could make an argument that that is specifically how Toy Buzz sounds, and that's just how it how it'd be. So um, you're telling me that Tim Allen voice is is a disfigurement of Chris Evans's voice. Correct. Correct. I I, I think <laughs> the problem is the problem is the 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 Tim Allen version is all across the product placement in the Toy Story universe. It's it's that is the version of Buzz that is on Andy's bedsheets. That is the right. version that is in the video games. This does not make sense. I'm sure. sorry, it just doesn't. Also, yeah. what what Tyler is saying is that tim allen is chris evans after he broke time <laughs> tim, tim allen is a future chris evans okay i actually think that might have been a little clever if ah, if spoiler the old, the old loop year spoiler we have older buzz in this movie if they got tim allen for that, that actually but kept it great. but they kept it under wraps until yes, the movie came yes. out okay that might have been something that actually could have been cool hmm. yes christmas yes. with the caps I think. <laughs> um, what if what if Chris Evans had started doing all of Tim Allen's roles now, and yeah. this is all just Chris being like, "I want to be the Tool Man." He can be Santa Claus. I'm the Tool Man now, dog. He's got a beard and stuff. Look, yeah. he he's already competing for last Chris standing. I mean, last man mm-hmm. standing. Like it's just it's <laughs> one, it's one degree removed, really. That would be great. <laughs> and um, jungle jungle three jungle. <laughs> jungle three jungle yep more jungle <laughs> shaggy dog three etc um <laughs> the shaggier dog story so, chris evans <clears throat> i i think this is a good time to get into my my personal theory about this movie which is that it is a remake of uh either either a remake maybe not a remake a reboot of uh a an older buzz lightyear movie that we do not know of that makes sense to me <laughs> that i think is the only interpretation that works sure. because the real key here the key to all of this is zerg yeah right? so yep. zerg in the toy story movies he looks different he's got like he's got like presumably what's supposed to be kind of a cape thing sure. around his that's like a skirt that goes around his legs but like it's it's just plastic yeah uh so it's it's just hard plastic in the in the movies he also doesn't uh, have legs it's it's right. like the bottom, what I'm saying. The, the, the bottom like, section yeah. it's just like a box on wheels right so it's like the my interpretation of that is that maybe it's supposed to be a, a, a robot built that way i was thinking that that was like maybe that's like a a flowing suit or something right but they, the, the toy <laughs> version is just plastic or something I don't know. He's got he's got like the the bottom half that's on right. wheels, and then he's got like a a big cape. Too. That's true. Yeah. He does have a separate cape. Um, either way, he looks a lot different. Doesn't have legs, and he tells Buzz uh, he is Buzz's father. Yes, right. Uh, so that to me implies that that Zerg is based on an older version of. Uh, a, a zerg model and i think similarly the buzz lightyear toy is chunkier than yeah the the chris evans version in the movie different different chin hair 
different chin hair. Looks a little different. He never really does the like purple, uh, like space thing over his hair, uh, where he his like entire head is encased in purple. He where he's he does it, it just does it he do it, it once, but it looks different. Because in the toy, yeah, it's just I, like a maybe smooth, it's at the beginning of the smooth movie. purple, and in this one, it's like textured and yeah. Um, so to me, the implication that I am I am getting from this is like. Buzz Lightyear is the uh so they go Toy Story 2 when does that take place in the Toy Story universe in 1999 does it it take place in 1999 is Andy four years older I I I don't think it's supposed to take place that long after oh yeah you're probably right you're probably right I would say probably like 96 or 97 at the latest okay interesting so my my thinking is that there is an og buzz lightyear movie presumably this came out in 1977 maybe something like that you know christopher reeve played him sure (laughs) sure i was thinking i was thinking that maybe this is like the star wars of the toy story universe like it's i assume that we don't have zerg saying i am your father which in our universe is clearly a reference to star wars Right, right but now we've established they have now we have to think about this. So I'm going to think about it, dang it. Which, uh, I mean, we shouldn't have to, but they opened the door to this. They opened yeah. the door. You can't Your put Honor, that back in the box. they opened the door for us to yes. proceed with this line of you, questioning. You can't put that toy back in the box. <laughs> um, the, the, I'm assuming we don't have Zerg saying I am your father in a movie somewhere in the Buzz Lightyear franchise. And also... And that is just like a blatant ripoff, or Star Wars is a blatant ripoff of that with Darth Vader and Luke. So I am assuming this, my my in my head canon, there is a original Buzz Lightyear movie that takes place during that time, where it is Tim Allen. Uh, how old was Tim Allen in nineteen seventy seven? I'll look. Does that work, or is that is that is he like close my too young? top news stories from nineteen ninety five? Or is he too old? Tab. <laughs> okay. Oh, guys. He's 69 years old. Nice. Okay. Okay. That sounds like promising, though. And you wanted to know how old he was in 1977? Yeah. He would have so been he'd be... 20, uh, a crisp 24 years old. A smooth, Boom. a smooth there we, Tim. There we go. An untarnished uh, Tim. Yes. Uh, and, and you know, his voice is older in the 90s ones because he's still recording the lines for the toys. Right, right, right. And so he's gotten older, but the original movie that these designs are based off of is a movie from the 70s they did like two sequels kind of third one didn't really didn't really work uh kind of floundered and then they rebooted this uh in the 90s with this exciting new version starring i i guess a chris evans who was born earlier uh in the toy story timeline um and then that is my headcanon because that tracks with what else is happening in the Toy Story universe with those toys specifically. So you're saying that this movie, if we are to believe it came out in 1995 in that universe, it's like right. the equivalent of the 97 or 98 Lost in Space movie with there it William is. Hurt and Matt LeBlanc. Yes. There it is. I was looking I, for the... I yeah. buy your theory, <laughs> sir. I get that. I think, it, I think it makes more sense. I think it tracks better that way. And then you, you can explain like, all right, we've got these toys... These are the iconic toys. You know, Buzz has always had the, like, he's got the presentation in the shuttle box and everything. So, like, that to me. And this, I think, tracks as well. 
if we assume that the original Buzz Lightyear movie had the classic, like he's got the, 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 the box shuttle from the beginning, like the entire time he's using that, he's like a, a fully fledged, like he's a space ranger the entire time. This is like the, uh, oh, we got to reboot and go back to the origin. We got to do a prequel. This is a prequel. That, that, I guess that's what I'm getting at. Is it supposed to be like a prequel reboot of the Buzz Lightyear franchise? Uh, and they're doing some weird stuff. It's it's like it's it's sort of like Star Trek 2009 uh, or 2000. Is that 2009? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think so. where they're messing <laughs> they're messing with timelines and and you know like it, it's sort of that thing um, where they're like we're we're setting a clean slate. It's a new version of this. Uh, but it also is kind of an, a prequel to that original film uh, series. And then that is uh, where we get some of those classic designs and like Zerg's just, you know, straight up. He's 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 the Darth Vader of this of this universe uh, in sort of a media context. And uh, that's yeah, that's where that's where all that comes from. And then like all the toys are back on the shelves because they're rebooting it. But they can't. They're they're kind of stuck in a weird place from a design perspective because they're like, well, well, we Pete, the the original design still flies off the shelves, so we can't really like do a new version of this for the new movie that's coming out, and so their hands their hands get tied, kind of tied there, and that's why Alice Toy Barn still has uh you know shelves full of Buzz Lightyears. Tyler, what's your Wattpad uh screen name? <laughs> I want to. <laughs> can't wait to look this up later. <laughs> I should. I should. I should write. I. I I'm gonna go write a fan fiction about the uh, producer who was in charge of the Buzz Lightyear film franchise uh, for the first twenty years, and how this movie he he got he got boxed out uh, by this. He got boxed out by this universe's equivalent of Michael Eisner. <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> it's still just michael eisner but he's animated now sure. um and and yeah yeah i think all that tracks yeah i buy it so are we gonna wait to watch the tim allen superhero film zoom when chris evans says the remake or are we just gonna go ahead and do it like what do you guys it's a good question wait are you telling me that push isn't a remake of uh, of uh, zoom all right we that's the next duology we gotta pair them up see how they fit <laughs> Zoom and push. Because <laughs> if you push someone, also if, click. If you uh, push, then they zoom. Um, All right. I'm I don't know. It. At the end, we'll throw in Chronicle or something to make ourselves feel better. That is a part of it. Oh wait, never mind. I was thinking of Chronicles of Reddick. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> we could do Chronicle as a Cloverfield movie. Um, sure. <laughs> I do not threaten me with a good time. <laughs> have derailed us entirely on discussing Lightyear. Um, oh, we please, the movie derailed the fact... us on watching a movie. That's, that's a really good about... point. <laughs> we haven't talked about the fact that Lightyear has a time loop uh, or oh, alternate timeline it does. paradox kind of thing. And it does have my um, favorite line in the movie, which is, listen, Buzz, I've broken time. <laughs> what? <laughs> what movie uh, am I watching? <laughs> yeah, the big reveal here, which do, which is why I have to uh, figure out how how Zerg can canonically be Buzz's father in one interpretation, is that Zerg uh, is actually Buzz from the future after. So, oh, I thought you were going to say Matthew Good was the bad guy all along. Uh, what if 
<laughs> they just brought in Matthew Good. Yeah, it's Buzz, Buzz Good. It's be. Buzz Goodyear. <laughs> or they brought they brought in Matthew Good to play Buzz, so that you think the entire time, like, okay, he's finally uh, going to play yeah, a good guy, yeah. and then he still plays a bad guy. Um, no, he uh, Buzz does perfect the time travel, and he he crashed or land, yeah, lands back on the planet, crash lands, and that's where he finds Izzy. Um, and then later on in the movie, we discover that another ber- version of Buzz flew off into space and just kept going. Uh, and found the future and in the future there are robots that he was able to command and then he came back after breaking time is there an explanation for that ship he stumbles across no he just finds it he he says he he, he's just like future has technology you couldn't believe there's a ship nobody was i Uh, thought there was going to be a reveal that he like slaughtered everyone on the ship or something like i was waiting i was waiting for that because that seemed like a huge mystery Uh, like how how did he? What did he do to get he, all the robots on his side, or whatever? Like he he saw the event horizon, or whatever happens in that movie. <laughs> um, I think hell is involved. Yeah. Uh, space so probably hell. Was something like that. Ooh. Space hell. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that is like. <laughs> is the is is the is the light the light year game from Toy Story two. Is that the Toy Story universe's doom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> food, food for thought. <laughs> Something to think about. Uh, anyway. I, yeah. I, I, when they revealed old Buzz with his skinny arms in the Zerg suit, mm-hmm. I genuinely, the movie had made little enough sense and it introduced enough disconnected nonsense for me to think Buzz was about to go, Dad? Like, I really and truly thought... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the same. Like, I was like, I was like oh, he's going to be like, oh my God, Dad, that. you're you survived all those years ago? Um, I also... I'm He's voiced by James Brolin, father of Josh Brolin. So I'm assuming that Tyler, during this movie, during all that, kept nudging his wife with his elbow and saying, that's Thanos' dad! <laughs> I did not even know who it was and forgot to look it up until we were talking about it. Yeah. Immediately before. And podcast. Alex kept, uh, uh, I, well, I guess it made more sense for me to be, be the person in this joke. I kept running, grabbing my roommate and saying, that's Barbara Streisand's husband. Yeah. I was asleep by that point. Yeah. He was asleep. <laughs> he wouldn't answer my phone call. So I had to get my roommate. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, um, yeah. I was curious how they were going to approach that. Uh, just because I, I was, I was just confused about, are they just gonna do the "I am your father"? Like, are they just gonna go straight down the line for what you would expect, or are they gonna have some dumb twist? So ultimately, when that happened, I wasn't super shocked. Yeah, because I was like, I'm expecting sure. something really stupid, and it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess if I met future me, depending on how far in the future he was, I'd see him as a father figure. <laughs> sure. He he's been more places than me. I hope. I did. Theo- yeah. Theoretically, he has some some wisdom that he's gathered yeah, over the years, probably, and a girlfriend, right? 
he just starts listing off yeah. movies for the podcast that you should avoid at all costs <laughs> for the sake, for the sake of your mental watch health. light year three guys i ended up in a in a mental hospital for quite a number of months because of jurassic world dominion i'm just warning you uh, now britain you think halloween ends yeah. etc you think b, you think b movie was gonna be a funny movie to do for the podcast it's not worth it <laughs> It's not worth it. You caused World War B. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a a new sentence? I'll look that up. Um. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, there you go. You also also caused the real World War Z. Because you right. wouldn't shut up about Zoom. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh my lord. Um, yeah, this movie uh, doesn't work for me. I will say, I think that uh, you mentioned how how good it looks. I do think it looks really good, but the issue I had with it was that they there aren't enough locations to show off how good it looks. Right. Most of this movie takes place on a drab gray and green planet or in like metal hallways, and I wanted more like. Either they go to other planets or they go to other biomes. Like, there is some beautiful, like, animation in terms of how Buzz moves. There's a scene where he's having one of his 14 character monologues or reveals or Mm -hmm. whatever. But he's, the way he's gesturing, it looks like a human actor gesturing. Like, it's so human and so natural. Right. Um, So there's some great animation choices. Uh, Pixar continues to be smart and not try to make the humans look real or like photorealistic, but just make them look textured, you know? Um, It's, it's a, it is a great looking movie, but it's also a very, I I felt like it was kind of a boring looking movie Yeah, and and it not like Tim Burton can do this with like CP hollow where it'll be a lots of grays and blacks and whites, but it's so vivid. It's such a rich, like oversaturated version of that, that it's really attractive. Yeah. Um, and kind of, or like the prestige is kind of like that too. We're like, no, this is still a very vivid mm-hmm. version of this landscape. And this movie just felt kind of like, yeah, it's all the whole thing is kind of navy. Like, yeah, there's some cool like effects when the ship's going towards light speed. Yeah, yeah, uh, that looked quite nice. Yeah, but. and I didn't need to need to like a whole Spider Verse color explosion, but like, yeah, something. Yeah, I think this actually has that same problem that i think a lot of star wars is suffering from um just that we're recycling the same locations over and over again it's like no show me something new you're supposed to have a galaxy it's 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 science fantasy you can you can do whatever you want like a salt planet with red uh dust on it Mm -hmm. that'd be cool do you think ryan johnson directed the uh, second movie of the Lightyear reboot. Yes, I, I absolutely do, and I think it was. How many Lightyear uh, movies do you think there are by 2022 in the Toy Story universe? Are we including? Because I, I don't feel like it has as many legs as the Star Wars no. franchise. But are we including um, Buzz v. Lotso Requiem? But that, but Lotso. Hey, is wait, never mind. I was about to say, hey, how come there aren't any three-eyed aliens in this? But I guess they weren't a part of the buzz. Right, that, that's what I'm saying. Lotso also would be, that would be even more, they should do that. Yeah. <laughs> they should just. 
like, and I don't know if I wish the movie did or didn't have a Joker. He was like, oh, I can't stand cowboys, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a dinosaur, mm-hmm. a slotted pig. That's crazy. I, I did have this thought while while watching this movie. I, it did make me think, what if they did the Woody equivalent to this? What if they made some really, really bad, like semi-serious Western that happened to have Woody in it? And then they got, oh, I don't know, like Ryan Gosling or somebody to voice Woody. Like, you're not making this sound bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, like, unfor- I, I Unforgiven starring Woody. <laughs> 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 no, I, my mom had the same thought. She was like, why do they give Buzz a movie before Woody? And I was like, space is hot right now. Mm-hmm. You go up there and just, you. I don't know, pretend you're Gus well, Grissom or whatever. It's it's mm-hmm. happened before because there was that short-lived animated yeah. series. Which, where does that take place in all this? And couldn't they have somehow alluded to that? Is that, uh, did Andy watch that TV show? Could Also, in 1995, you could have a toy line that was just a toy line. I will also say. Right. I was there. Right. You, you could do Was that. that show also... A show from the Toy Story, yeah. Like, is well, the, that the show is like hand drawn animation, right, right, right. But is that also in the Toy Story universe? Do they have hand drawn animation? In do the they universe? have hands they in do. the they, Toy Story they, universe? They have drawings. They can draw. They things. do. Yeah, Surely they, they do. have hand drawn animation. So then, was that show also? I want in say, the Toy Story universe. I want to say they have like some intros where it is the three D animated toys watching it on TV. Hmm. I want to say there there's something like that. Also, I guess they already made the like in the in the context of Toy Story, Woody has a show, right? So, but you can make a rebooted, yeah, version of that. Why isn't this Cowboys and Aliens? Mm-hmm. Is Cowboys and Aliens a Woody and Buzz? I, I like the idea. It's Captain they, America: Civil War, but it's, but it's Woody. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I like the idea that they recreate, they reboot the Woody franchise. Uh, Woody, they re, they reboot Woody's Roundup, and then those two franchises are both owned by the same corporation in the Toy Story universe. And then they make a movie called Woody v Buzz, or like Cowboys and Aliens, or something that happen that has these two interpre- interpretations of the characters that are totally different, right? Uh, than the, the I, I think that is where this should go. I think I, they should make that. I, I think just based on how this conversation is going, the the uh just where they were coming at from where where they wanted to go with this movie, just the initial idea or thought that somebody had in this head in, in their head just kind of sickens me. Like I just yeah. I just th- I don't <laughs> think this movie should exist. <laughs> oh no, absolutely not. Uh I, I agree. I will say in the Toy Story universe, do you guys think uh, when they <laughs> – the best original song, Oscar, for the Woody Buzz uh, team-up versus movie, whatever it is. I'm assuming it was called, like, From Desert Dust to Space Dust, and it was a collaboration between, like, Bruce Springsteen and T-Pain. <laughs> or another, I guess, space-themed <laughs> artist. It's actually it had a Will Smith rap. Whoa, he's back. He didn't do anything in them in that uh, universe. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And it won the Oscar. Look, mm-hmm. it needs a special guest appearance from Busta Rhymes. That's it's mm-hmm. everyone's on this track. 
Bruce Springsteen, Will Smith, T-Pain, Busta Rhymes. Carol Channing is in it. <laughs> um, Bob Dylan. Uh, <laughs> Bob Dole. I want to Ra- talk Rand about Paul. time loops. <laughs> uh, Buzz, old Buzz, Thanos' dad goes into the future. <laughs> uh to get his hot dancing son, Eros. Yes. Uh, <laughs> goes and he he, go, he gets he gets the stuff to become Zerg, and then he comes back. He breaks time and says, "I'm coming back." But the reason he does that is because he leaves the planet with the right crystal, and when he comes back in his timeline. Captain Man, Commander Man, captures him and arrests him, or, or tries to arrest him. Uh, and then he's like, oh, man, and he leaves. And so then he comes back, and he, he sets up his ship, and he makes sure that his ship is there earlier, so they activate the laser shield, so that then Buzz won't be accosted by... Commander Man, he'll be accosted by his robots. So, like, sure. That's how he has changed this timeline. They have a conversation where Buzz is like, oh, no, you don't get it. Uh, Alicia actually got to live a long, happy life and had a bunch of family, and, like, they had a lovely time on this colony, and, like, you know, everything was great. Uh... And he's like, no, it was that life wasn't worth it. How dare you? What? Come, uh, Commander Man. Cap, get, Captain just, Buzz. Just say Commander Man. But, no, 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 I'm not even talking about him. Yeah, uh, the, Buzz. His name was like oh, but, Butterfield or something. Buzz, Buzz Brolin. Uh, <laughs> is, is, <laughs> well, you know, which is weird because I've heard that James Brolin always kills the Buzz, but maybe not. He, he certainly didn't in this movie. Can James we, Buzzlin? Hey, okay. Can we okay. can we talk real quick? Uh, the robots say Berserk. Yeah, and that's how he gets his name. We, what? We didn't need an ex- explanation for that. that doesn't, where does the erg come from? Yeah, there's like I don't know. I guess they're like malfunctioning or something. I guess it would be like if um I don't know. Alex, you're you're I need <laughs> you're a real tech I, hound. You're always up to date. It'd be like if one of your home assistants was like. Alex Blip. <laughs> and then that became... And then... You just cut out the Alex part, and then you're Blip. Yeah, I was going to say, then Zblip became... <laughs> Look, I, I tried I tried the, the, the good the good old trick in, in the olden days when a piece of technology wouldn't work, just spill some water on it, and <laughs> yeah, right, it just right. broke. <laughs> I, I need... I need uh, Buzz, Buzz Senior to... Uh, like do the Tom Marvolo riddle thing and like put the letters <laughs> up on the screen and turn like Z Y R G into Zerg. Uh, oh, he's got the U in his. He can just he can move it. Yeah, it's all it's fine. Um, yeah, that was really stupid. Zerg Marvolo riddle. That that that, uh, that really gave Han Solo a, a run for its money there. Uh, what are those things called? Are those anagrams when you mix up a, a word? 
Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. You need to find anagrams of Buzz Lightyear. Uh, it's it's go- it's called a uh, bad uh, scripting. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> no. It needs to be an anagram of bzz, uh, an, an anagram. Creator. If you type in anagram Buzz Lightyear anagram, you get a lot of stuff about balloons, and I don't get it. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm afraid I just. Be, be, well, uh, Britain, don't be. don't you know when a balloon pops, it falls with style. That's true. I thought you were gonna say when a balloon pops, it goes. Bzz. I was like, it it doesn't. Well, I mean, on a good day, maybe. <laughs> true. <laughs> I was like, Alex, I know that people have this question about do all of us see blue as being the same color, but I, I don't know if we all hear it differently. Hey, just to let the listeners know, none of us are high. We're all totally sober right now. <laughs> I, I am rather tired, which sure. I think I think uh, if any of my my uh, speaking over the past at least thirty minutes, if not longer, is completely incoherent, that's why. No, I think I'm I just scrolling re- through what could be left after Zerg <laughs> in his name. You know, it's weird. I feel like I should I should be more re- well rested because I napped during this movie. Like, yeah, I should, when you like, say that, did you mean you paused it, took a nap, and came I, back? Okay. Yes, I did pause. Or did yes. you, uh, Britain, Britain during Imitation Game, <laughs> and just kind of <laughs> caught it? You caught two Z's for Buzz. I like. And back in. I like. Uh, <laughs> I like. Uh, Zerg Beiti Hizzle. I think that's. I think that's what he's doing. That also sounds like a malfunctioning robot. Put yeah, some water on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just I I picture Alex looking at his uh, Alexa or whatever it is. Not that I'm promoting that product. And then he he looks at it and he's like, hmm. and then gets like a watering can and just. Right. Sorry, Alex. Would you like to keep listening to Hubastank? <laughs> and then I and I just I, I start uh, stroking my 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 chin. And then I just turn and like slowly walk away. Salt water. That might be the trick. Yeah. <laughs> the, the electric properties will help. Um, Buzz Sr. also got to see Alicia's life play out. Right. If that's when the timeline diverged. Which uh, the timeline. So Buzz goes around the, the sun and it works. And when he comes back, it, when it works, it's been 22 years. Uh, which that also the the implication originally was that it would be a four minute trip, and no one ever told Buzz that this would take twenty. Did he know this? What I don't think no, he didn't. He didn't know it was because he was surprised. Why? Why did they? But they like don't the, explain. The second then, the second that they had an alternate reality Buzz show up, I said, "Oh, I'm not keeping track of this. <laughs> I do not care." <laughs> Terminator 3, 4, 5, Dark Fate, I'll break those down all day so, long. You but know, another buzz shows up. Absolutely. <laughs> you know about Zergs? <laughs> come, with, know, come with me if you want a buzz. You, you know, <laughs> you know, if Jai Courtney had voiced Buzz instead of Chris Evans. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, <laughs> a Buzz Lightyear. Look, I'm I've not. Gotta I'm not go. gonna go. I'm not gonna say that that's what would have saved the movie, but uh, would, would he be Australian? Uh, me neither. Uh, but <laughs> a Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> yeah, there you I go. went around. That it was, was a whole bloom in four years. <laughs> Socks. So, where I come from, we'd call you 
chosies. <laughs> I don't know what they call. What do they call socks in Australia? Go on, Tyler. Probably socks. Um, goes. <laughs> old Buzz ends up in the same place and causes the timeline change, but that means he would have lived through Alicia's life. It doesn't make sense to me that Buzz then has a different like perspective, uh, unless the perspective. The idea is that his perspective was created slowly by knowing Izzy. Which is uh, sort of tangentially what they're trying to get at, but it doesn't really come across. So that is a thing that confused me, and I felt like was just like an extra, like, hey, what if we just like burn part of the script and throw it in the trash and try and reconstruct it? Uh, it's just like an, a little bit extra there on on top of the rest. Buzz does have the line, or older Buzz, I should say, does have the line where he's like, yeah, I used up the last crystal by figuring out time travel. So I I think that's supposed to be them hand-waving. We don't exactly know what he's been through, so just don't worry about it. Yeah, and I, I think that... I'm it, not, it, I'm not uh, saying I that think, that's a good defense. Sure, I think I think that is kind of the implication, but the the way that they have the conversation implies that he never saw Alicia go through all that. Sure. So, or not go through all that, but like get to live a, a yeah. full life. So that is like a weird thing. I think the problem is we need to actually see the splinter point. We need to see where old yeah. Buzz and young Buzz, where their paths diverge. Um. Because well, think, the what the the conversation they have implies. I, I mean, actually seeing it. I, I'm not talking about just dialogue. I need. I well, need but to he does. There's there's it. a flashback. There's a flashback where old oh, Buzz. Okay. Maybe I did sleep through part of the movie. <laughs> there's, a, there's a flashback <laughs> where old Buzz he lands on the planet after successfully doing time travel. Right, right, right. And then and then he flies off and he's like, "All right, screw this, I'm gone." Um, and so that's what's confusing is that is after that point and he he messes with buzz's timeline by coming back in the zerg ship in between like before buzz gets back from his last trip so theoretically everything else should be the same but that's not the way the conversation they have plays out the way the conversation they have plays out implies like he totally just went was on a different path from the beginning and i don't know that that was weird to me look i buzz I, point. I, I think Mm-hmm. dealing with alternate realities like this are never clean and like even something in a movie that i like like looper is is the example that kind of came right. to mind in terms of an older person kind of traveling back and dealing with a younger version of themselves as i said earlier loop here here <laughs> good good call um but like that movie the time travel does not make a lick of sense does not at all once right. you think about that premise for five minutes it does not it falls apart but that's not what that fo- the focus of that movie is. But this movie seems so hyper-focused on the details and mechanics of this plot, particularly because it changes the premise every yeah. five minutes, so it's like, you better be paying attention to what's going yeah. on. <laughs> Come on, we will lose you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, like, the, the movie's just like, we will not wait for you. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. And it's very weird because it's a Pixar movie. Allegedly. I will say, Angus McLean, I was looking him up, he also directed Finding Dory. And this movie, to me, Mm. has real Finding Dory energy where I'm like, you don't need, I don't need you. (laughs) Like, I don't, (laughs) you don't need to exist, but I'm not mad at you, except I'm 
this finding Dory, I thought was fine. Baby Dory is incredibly adorable, and a mm-hmm. bunch of sea otters are the heroes of the movie. So I got everything I needed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, it doesn't. It's it's totally vestigial. This one is totally vestigial and unnecessary, but also frustrates me in some ways. And I'm like, I I feel like you did kind of mess it up. <laughs> like Finding Dory doesn't really mess anything up. This one is like, no, you kind of, but you also didn't because you're not connected to the stuff I really love. It's not when I go back and watch Toy Story again. I'm not going to be like. Why can't enjoy this as much because of of Lightyear, you know? That's that's fine. And you know, one day my ch- if my kids want to watch Lightyear, sure they can watch Lightyear. They're, they're gonna have to pay attention because, as Alex said, this really straps you in. And <laughs> all right, no, you're seven. Tell me what happened. <laughs> I, I never thought I would say that the Lightyear movie doesn't hold your hand, but. <laughs> But also, it's a, gonna, it's a it's a real cerebral experience. It, it really <laughs> is. I mean, you really you have to put your thinking cap on. Right, before you they started just, the storyboarding process, uh, Angus McLean made everyone watch Interstellar. Yeah, <laughs> I, maybe. I, I mean, mean, there's a lot of Interstellar vibes in this. Yeah. Um, but Britain also, there's going to be some at some point you're going to marathon the first three movies. And you're going to get to the end of the third movie. And like on Disney Plus, it's going to pull up like, oh, you want to watch Toy Story 4 now, right? Right, right, right. And you're just going to walk out to your out your back door. And you're just going to look up into the high heavens and scream, Alex! (laughs) (laughs) Is Interstellar the movie I was describing could be the the random section of this that's a montage about? Oh yeah, board in time. Kind of. I mean, that, I like that, is, kind of that is. is the key emotional centerpiece of that movie. Yeah, and that is how long of a movie? <laughs> I mean, it's like near three hours, right? So it's at least two and a half. Yeah. Uh, this movie has three uh, mid or post credit scenes. It does. Um, I will explain them to you now. The first Good. one is. Wait, what's the first one? One of them is. <laughs> are there three? Are there three? <laughs> Are there two or I can? There are three. I thought there were two, but there are three. One of I only remember one. One of them is uh, the the commander uh, voiced by Isaiah Whitlock, who a bug flies into the laser shield and goes laser shield. And I said out loud, "That's nothing." (laughs) The first one is Dindrick, the robot. Yes, yes, the robot, Uh, and he is still giving instructions. Yeah, uh, on how to get to the 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 place because there's a bit earlier yeah, yeah, where yeah, yeah. he's like seems to be part of the crew and he starts giving them instructions and they all just leave. I, I uh, laughed. I laughed really it. hard the first time that happened. That's kind of funny. The yeah. mid credit. I the laughed. Credit I, laughed scene, I laughed so hard that I didn't laugh at all when it happened again. The in credit scene is cute. It's, it's fine cute. It's as a funny. stinger. But then um, they do another one, which is that Zerg. Alex, it sounds like you might have missed this one. I yeah, I think so. well for me for me the 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 laser shield one was kind of the mid credits, like yeah. it was after all the the end titles and yeah. all the the yeah. oh, um, but there's more. But but the the robot explaining the plan again that was at the end of the credits for me. Well, there's another one. Hmm. Um, okay, and it's Zerg is floating in space, and then his eyes glide up. Yes. So oh, you're not. Oh, you're not getting a sequel. You're not. <laughs> no, but this, this funny, is we the were... conversation we had during the yeah. Kingsman. This is space mutiny. This is Amazing Spider-Man Two or not? I don't remember what I, you guys said. 
This is I'm Hitler. I'm officially this pulling is... out <laughs> my veto stamps on this one. Now like, I was... no. <laughs> All right. Quote on the poster, this is Hitler, Britain. <laughs> Like you, this is Hitler, Britain. Here comes the sequel. How, how, do, how do we rank? How do we rank them now? We got Sinestro, we got Hitler, we got Zerg, we got Calgon, we got man, man with a hat from Amazing Spider-Man movie. Yeah, Zerg is bought. This is stupid. This is it's nothing. What are you? What is he gonna come back and go? I'm your dad now. <laughs> like, but this I'm the does, Buzz now, I Dad. Think, this I think supports <laughs> my theory that this is a reboot. Right. That is trying to angle for, you know, sure. refreshing the franchise and getting more, squeezing more movies <laughs> out of it. That is a very, you know, we, we just did a big reboot and we think we're going to make tons of money. So we're going to keep the train rolling. Yeah. That's that. Kind. What do you think the box office of this movie was in the Toy Story universe? Not, oh, not great. In 95. That's hard to hard to balance. In 95. I, don't know. I, I think it played pretty well with Phoba. With, with Phoba's groups. Look, I, I, I just. <laughs> Stupid. Cut that I just, out. I just Al- really Tyler, hope. Tyler, bleep that so everyone thinks I said something cool. <laughs> I'm gonna specifically put the bleep after, like, like mistime it. So it sounds like you and Alex just got mad at me. <laughs> um, they won't know. They won't know no, for sure. What happened. Um, I, I just, I just have it in my head comparing this to the other highest-grossing movies of 1995, and like. Goldeneye and Batman Forever come to mind. Well, did you do better? Did you do better than Babe? You're thinking <laughs> better not have 1995. I think you're a few years off. I feel like you should be thinking. What is it? 97. Uh, 99. Sorry, 99. I think I think you're you're thinking too small there because I do think that this is the Phantom Menace of the Buzz Lightyear franchise. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you're and saying it made, did way, well. it made way too much money off the hype Correct. and just coasted for a couple of movies. Yeah. Yes. I will, and then they had to reboot with Ryan Johnson. But in this universe, Ryan Johnson got to direct the whole trilogy. Right. And it was great. Oh, man. I, um, <laughs> I'm so glad Martin Sheen won the Oscar for playing Old Buzz. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, I, I remember when this movie, the, in, our, in our world... The movie came out. People right. talk. There's a big story about how it was like underperforming, and I think what happened was like because it was came out over Father's Day, and Jurassic World Dominion was still number one, and everyone was like, "Lightyear's gonna crush. It's gonna be the number one movie of the weekend." And it was the second, and everyone's like, "Oh my mm-hmm. God, Lightyear tanked. It's a failure." You know, uh, everyone. No, no, don't jump out the window. Like, you know, it was this panic. But I think what actually happened is like. It just fell a little short. It was still a hit. Like it still mm-hmm. made a ton of money. It was one of those things where it's like, we figured it would make seventy million, and it made sixty-five million. You know, something. Yeah. It's like it still did pretty good numbers. I think it just, if anything, continued to prove to people that we don't really want spinoff origin stories. Right. It is very strange that this is. This comes from the same studio that like will continue to talk over and over again about how much they regret making solo sure it's yeah. very strange yeah yeah and it does a lot of the, yeah yeah tyler as the well, only on the dad in our studio. podcast what what is the ideal father's day movie as a as a dad and you have to be able to bring your uh, son to it 
don't know. I thought Lightyear was pretty good. <laughs> All that said, B plus. <laughs> yeah, not too bad. <laughs> no, uh, you know, you know, that's a good question. Tinder bar. I, I think that's the answer that all dads spend their lives <laughs> trying to understand. Like, <laughs> you know, how how do you what's how do you thread? Is it Indiana Jones: The Kingdom of the Crystal? Sure. Or is it? Or is it John Carter? I, I think I, <laughs> I'm trying to find the numbers and compare them to Toy Story. I I disagree with your premise. I think it oh. was a bit of a like an bomb. actual flop. Oh well, wow. I thought it was just uh, a bomb in that it wasn't what it wasn't the hit they thought it would be, but it was still a hit. Well, according, I, according I don't, to what I'm seeing, both Toy Story three and four made over a billion dollars worldwide. Yeah, Lightyear made two hundred eighteen million. Oh wow! I don't, <clears throat> I don't know if that's because like when had they already announced that it was coming to Disney Plus? Uh, I don't know. Not sure. That is probably the key point of this because I feel like. Sure. I mean, yeah, that that is a good point. If they said, yeah, in like a month and a half, it'll be on Disney Plus, then a lot of people might have just discarded it and say, I'll, you know, my kids and I can watch that on a Friday night or whatever. Yeah. And, I mean, it might have been easier to get kids excited about dinosaurs. But yeah, it, <laughs> so it, 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 is, was... it is the lowest grossing of all of them, even yeah. compared yeah. to the first one. Wow. And that, I mean, this is a different box office world. Sure, sure. Than pre-2020 anyway like things things are (laughs) yes because phones are what changed in 2020 um i mean they didn't help it's phones and it's this social media more like a social disease also a pandemic um welcome to this episode of godcast where we tell you to throw your phone right out the window (laughs) throw it into the sky let an angel carry it away but keep playing it so people can hear but make sure to throw it out after you've listened to the episode exactly no you you play it and then you throw it and then other people hear it and they throw their phones so people people are just sitting out in the on their porch talking and they just hear they just hear like light years weird Um, so it it was, it was released in theaters, uh, on June 17th and came out on Disney plus on August 3rd. Oh, wow. I don't know when exactly they announced that or what the timing was like, but like, that is to me like a, the, I, I feel like that doesn't help. And also like you have, it has to be movies that work right now have to be movies that like totally catch fire and everyone is like, go watch it. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, then they just like disappear from theaters because yeah. nobody's going to see them. Speaking of know, catching the box office is a mystery to me. I, I understand No Way Home making as much money as it did. I don't get Jurassic World. I yeah. still, I, 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 I refuse to get it. <laughs> is that how much did Dominion make? I think it made over a billion. Yeah, it's doing well. Uh, uh, freaking Top Gun, two Toop Gun is uh like just became like the fourth or fifth okay. highest grossing domestic. Jurassic World has not quite broken a billion, but it's close. Fair enough. Top Gun's, Top Gun's fine. People <laughs> like real planes. What can I say? I, it's fine. I'm the only one here who watched it. It's fine. Right. <laughs> Speaking of things that um, catch fire, did you guys like in the 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 second uh, Lightyear movie when Lee Pace played Alt Buzz? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. He's blue. <laughs> Why do you why do you hurt me with with better movies? It's Ronan. It's Ronan the buzzer. 
Oh my <laughs> god. He just keeps going, nope. <laughs> Stop. Ronan the accuser. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh man. I don't know what his character is in that foundation show, but I assume. Sure. Um Do we have any <laughs> the end of the movie is that buzz Old, old Buzz tries to get Buzz in yeah. the ship. There's some fun gravity stuff going on for a little bit there in the fight, and then they I all could not it. have cared less. And all point. of the rich character arcs are are come to come to fruition. Yeah. They're all sewn up tight. Taika Waititi gets a pen, and uh, mm-hmm. Kiki Palmer conquers her fear of space. I like Kiki Palmer yeah. and Taika Waititi very much. They are both under uh, utilized in this film. There, there was there was a bit where the the old lady. Um, she she looked over at Taika Waititi's character and was like, quit shouting in my ear. And I feel like that's just my general feeling towards Taika Waititi at this point. Wow. Whoa. Harsh. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like he doesn't, he's not really a shouter kind of actor. I, I, it's just constantly yapping in my ear. Just stop it. <laughs> I just watch our flag quit, means Quit death. telling your actors to improv in my ear right now. <laughs> he's, he's really good in our flag means that's a great performance. Oh, Look, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously being hyperbolic, but I, sure. I just the fact that we've got another Taika project uh, up and coming on this podcast that I'm uh, very apprehensive to talk about. Um, Jurassic World I, I Dominion. Just, Taika mm-hmm. Waititi is is an artist that I want to like. I, I just haven't found the thing that sure. I connect with. Yeah. And so when he shows up in projects like this, I'm like, no, you can do better. Free guy. I, I've, uh, I've seen clips of him in that, and I feel like I would just, <laughs> I would hate that movie. I, I so do, much. I do like that you experience his movies as sort of uh, incessant susurrations in your ear. Just I, the, the 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 two Chris's are just like, no, I'm strong, but I'm stronger. No, I can dart my eyebrows around. Stop it! And they're just like right, right up against maybe- you. That's why that that scene in Infinity War upset me so much. Where they're they're talking to each other, he's like, "Oh, he's he's yeah, copying my voice." It's because I thought I was right, and I was so into the scene, yeah. I felt like I was right in between the two Chris's, and I just wasn't having it. Alex heard that between two Chris's, Alex's new podcast. <laughs> yep, from the Godcast Network. Speaking of Wattpad. <laughs> um, Alex uh, took the We Are Groot line too literally. He was like, Re- "Really." Just looking down at it. Am I am I am I Timothy Greening right now? <laughs> it's a reference to uh, a it turns boy out I that was turns into a plant. Oh wow. I, I was I, I was, yeah. Well, we're gonna kill you and make some pencils out of you. Oh good. I think that happens in that movie. Too bad it. you can't turn me into a pen, because then I can't be a plot device that's used in this movie. And I never really got it. He likes Taika Waititi's character oh, yeah. likes, he likes that he has a pin in his suit, and yeah. then at one point they have to open a thing, and finally he can use give give the pin, yeah. and it opens, and then he discovers at the end that his new suit also has a pin. Um, it's, it's what are you both good. giving Lightyear? Oh man, I I want I no 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 I, I Britain I, I wanted you to not say anything else. I wanted you to say that was pretty good, and then immediately <laughs> jump to like D. <laughs> I think I'm going D plus because it's on Disney plus. <laughs> no, I mean, this movie, it just, I think halfway through, I was like, you know what? Fine. 
I'm not really bothered by it. Okay, cool. Once I got the whole picture and I saw that it was a puzzle that someone hadn't finished putting together, um, <laughs> I was like, I just, you know, it. I, I, I the the benefit the biggest benefits to this movie I think are that it it doesn't get in the way of a trilogy that I really deeply love. It, quadrilogy. Uh, I love the trilogy. I don't hate Toy Story Four. <laughs> I am, of course, speaking of Indiana Jones. Um, oh, I was talking about mm-hmm. Alien. There it is. Mm-hmm. I've seen all of them, uh, but uh, Alien, Alien, Aliens, <laughs> Alien, <laughs> colon, colon, Alien, 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 <laughs> and then uh, the fourth one, which is Prometheus. But right. I. No, I, it didn't do those things, but it's like, that's like the lowest bar one could set for this. And then just as a movie unto itself, it was never, aside from socks, I didn't feel like it ever really crested above average for me. And the whole thing just kind of falls flat. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not angry at this movie. I would not stop my children from watching it, but I also wouldn't go, Hey, do you you guys know there's a light year movie too, right? right? I don't have kids, but one day. Alex, what are you giving it? Um, I feel like I'm in a, I'm in a state of delirium. So I'm trying to like level myself. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like I've, I've said a lot of, of very negative things about the movie here today uh-huh. with you all present. It was, um, more, it was more of a accusatory tone. Yeah. I, I, when I watched the movie, I was just like, this is just a flatline. I'm just bored. Like I, I wasn't the opening Sure. Uh, ex- explanation for everything baffled me but like i said that only lasted for like the first 10 or 15 minutes and the rest of it i was just just kind of bored yeah um but talking about it more i think it's not good it's not good but at this point i'm going to be slightly nicer than britain here i'm gonna give it a c minus okay i, th- I, think I was walking in fair. i was walking in it at a c or c plus i'm gonna go c minus i think that's a perfectly fair grade I like Toy Story 4, and I kind of like it more than Toy Story 3. Well, Uh, Alex, in the car, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) I know I I promised I would never bring it up again after we did that episode, but, you know. Well, I think Alien Covenant's the best one, so. (laughs) Oh, I'm not. I'm not the one you'd be upsetting there. (laughs) No, no, the shrapnel. (laughs) So. I mean, I don't know where because like it is, it is a movie that is so. I like that we're reviewing it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> we've we've had a lot of content to cover. Yeah, here, okay? come on. Uh, it's it's like it's a. <laughs> it's, it's God wanted it this way. Really. One of our strangest episodes. <laughs> I think we're done. Um, the it's 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 like the 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 plot. It's so or not the plot, but the <clears throat> the presentation is so flatline boring yeah. kids movie, and the premise is just so completely wild that it's it's very hard to land on something. It, it, it's like. <sighs> I feel like it's like a like a backyard roller coaster. It's like we're we're gonna build something that's has like the craziest like sure. like I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a a twenty foot tall roller coaster in my backyard, 
uh, and then I'm going to put a cardboard box on it and it's going to slip down the first hill and do nothing. Uh, and I, I, I just, I don't, it's, it is baffling to me that it got made. I assume that it has to do with like COVID sure. deals, maybe like some, somewhere along the way, they just like decided they needed to spit this out. But like, I don't know how it got to the state. Um, and with that being said, uh, I'm going to give it an F plus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Speaking of twists. This, this movie this is, broke my brain in new and interesting ways. This podcast is the Zerg suit, and when it opens up, <laughs> Old Buzz is an F+. Plus. <laughs> that is... What we're really doing on this podcast is we are we are looking to explore uh, the the weirdest concepts and sentences that uh, we can conjure in the English language, and that was one of them. What? That we found it. That was our. That's our. Like uh, we just we just solved the Blues Clues at the end of the episode. We got we my found favorite. The my favorite Douglas Adams book. <laughs> the Blues Clues at the end of the episode. What? What what kind of world do we live in where I'm the nicest one to light year? I could not tell you. You didn't go far enough into the future. Yeah, you didn't, man. You didn't yeah. ride the light year. I I mean I, I'm gonna I'm gonna run into my future self and he's gonna be like should have given it an F. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got one arm. I don't know what to tell you, man. That's 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 your writing arm, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I should, I should have written F. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah ir- ironically, uh, future uh, future Britain and future Tyler call me right year. <laughs> <laughs> We're all still friends. Uh, We're all still friends, though. That's pretty they, good. They, they get pretty good chuckles, and I just cry. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, me too, brother. And you go to high five, and he just kind of I mean, stares you down. It, in in all fairness, this I've laughed so much on this episode. I have been brought to tears. No, <laughs> sure, sure. So I, I have no idea how to transition into my recommendation for this week, but I think it's perfect that way. Okay. Um, Did you okay. finally watch Four Hundred Blows? Is that is that where you're going with this? <laughs> no, I well, kind of. I'm gonna. <laughs> So, so Schindler's List. Is... Oh, 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 you watched you watched the prequel, three hundred ninety nine. Exactly. Uh, well, that's the four hundredth color. Is, is blows. I um. Because last because like Tyler, ran out. Tyler, sometimes I worry about you having to edit all this. This is gonna be a nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that would imply that I edit. Yeah, he doesn't really. He's really, <laughs> uh, more just sort of mixes. I'm I'm sort of the watcher. <laughs> whatever whatever nonsense we unfold. I am going. My recommendation this year, year for this is my recommendation for 2022. <laughs> take it, take it. Speaking of tears, uh, I'm recommending the Taylor Swift album Never Evermore. Okay, okay. Because. Partially because it's the only like new piece of art that I consumed in its entirety uh, since our last recording, uh, and also because I liked it. A friend of mine has has been encouraging me to listen to it, saying that it's it's my vibe, uh, and, and it is. I have not been uh, attending 
Taylor's music very much mm-hmm. recently mm-hmm. outside of sort of general cultural osmosis. I was a big Fearless fan, big into that album. And then I just kind of drifted away. Um, but this one, it's pretty good. It's it's like uh, sad sitting in my cabin thinking about uh, stuff music, which I, I'm into. Um, she has a song on there called Coney Island that she sings with The National. And I think they co-wrote it. And it once you get over the split second oddness of Matt Berninger and Taylor Swift singing together, mm-hmm. it's a pretty good song. Um, but there's some good stuff on there. There's a song in there called think it's tis the expletive season um that is about her she's singing about going back to her her hometown and like remembering people she knew then and like i think specifically an old boyfriend and it was oddly impactful for me as someone who the last time i was like really (laughs) listening to taylor swift was fearless when she was still singing about like hometown boyfriends you know Mm. and now to be like oh 15 years later I'm kind of coming back to your music and you're remembering that time from right now. Like it was, it was a kind of a, a neat experience to listen to it. Um, uh, yeah. I assume that everyone on the planet has listened to evermore. Uh, but I hadn't until uh, a couple nights ago when I watched it intermittently, I would pause Lightyear, listen to some more of the album and go back to Lightyear. Um, so kind of like the movie, I kept just switching tracks. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I should have done is see how I should have muted Lightyear and synced up and seen how Evermore goes with it. Now mm-hmm. that would have been mm-hmm. interesting. Um, uh, but yeah, it's it's a neat album and there's uh, there's some genuinely lovely songs on there. Uh, it is it is a good time. I don't. I, I've only listened to it once full through. I can't give you like a full exegesis on it, but uh, I do I do like it and I and I would recommend it. Uh, Evermore by Taylor Swift. All right. <laughs> yeah. Better call Saul. I'm keeping it short. I'm I've got one season and two episodes left. It's good. Better call Saul. It's better than Lightyear. Lightyear sucked. Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I, uh, I I've been watching the shows. I'm st- I started Rings of Power. I don't think I'm re- ready to recommend it, but maybe I will at some point. Uh, and the House of the Dragons still strong, and uh, She Hulk is fun. Uh, so I've been watching things, but I don't really have anything major yeah. to like put, put a stamp on. So I I like that that vibe. I'm also going to go with an album, uh, and I'm gonna say uh, Bleed Out by the Mountain Goats. They're they're recent. Oh my god, uh, I didn't realize track, it was out. Which is uh yeah very very good it is uh about the best running album i've ever heard for me personally (laughs) uh and it is a album that is fully inspired by uh singer uh john Danielle's. is it john or josh i always get that uh, confused i don't know why john john John, yeah i (laughs) fake fan uh john (laughs) Danielle is uh he he was like watching 80s movies during the pandemic 80s action movies and he wrote an entire album kind of just based around the concept and the the vibe of those but also like with sort of a uh existential uh like sad spin on it um as he tends to do with his music and uh it's really really good the 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 mountain goats as a band i feel like have like really done some cool sounding stuff 
over the last few years and they've done a ton of stuff during the pandemic like they've just been like all right i guess we're just gonna make music and uh they've been doing these things called the jordan lake sessions where they uh like do performances just in a studio or on a stage and don't have anyone uh that they're playing to they just like do a, a virtual performance uh and then you know upload that um kind of do mixes on their songs and things so uh this has been another great output from them they've had a few albums that i really liked recently but this one is uh some really good stuff uh from a band that i i like most of their stuff and they've been doing it a long time and i feel like this is in a lot of ways kind of a return to form for them uh and it's uh real cool and you should listen to it it's it it is just totally like the most energetic thing you listen to uh all year <laughs> or something i i didn't realize so. it was already out so i'm gonna ha- i cannot wait to get there yes i'm looking these song titles are amazing <laughs> i also love that most of the songs are like two to four minutes you're kind of your average song length two of them are over seven minutes yeah let's just, let's go yeah. let's do this mm-hmm. i love it oh my it's overall goodness. not a super long album yeah. like i think there's only 12 <clears throat> songs on it but no are, i am are we i am so excited so, so is this the first time we've recommended music? Tyler recommended a. I've Martin recommended song. songs. Uh, I don't know that I've recommended an album before. I don't think uh, okay. we've. I mean, I've recommended musicals. Right. Do I? Do you have an album you want to recommend, Alex? Not, not yet. Sh- Shania Twain. Doors have been opened. Yeah. You want to talk about Shania Twain? Why not just recommend Shania Twain? <laughs> recommend Shania Twain, Alex. What's wrong? Look, if I'm recommending, do you anybody, not like? Does she Twain? does she not impress you much? Look, <laughs> look, if I'm recommending anyone, and I'm not saying I am, Cheryl Crow. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Fair. <laughs> hey, listeners, this is Britain. Just want to pop out of the episode real quick. I wasn't there for the Cheryl Crow soak up the sun bit, so I've never really understood that kind of joke and what why they talk about it so much. Um, just in case there's any new listeners, hey, welcome to the show. Uh, but uh, I'm, I just want you to know that, like, I don't get it either, and that's okay. They're not doing anything wrong, but it's kind of like when you meet someone for the fourth time and you realize you never really knew their name and it's too late to ask. So you just kind of keep saying, hey, buddy, and, uh, you know, hope they never really – hope you can kind of figure it out through context clues uh, that it's like Jonathan or whatever. Uh, anyway, just wanted to give you that um, little kind of peek into where I'm doing. We're going to get back in the episode right now. <laughs> for sure that's yeah I mean, yeah tomorrow never dies that was, that was favorite a legendary Cheryl Crow song. <laughs> <laughs> man talking over each other we're like the plot lines of Lightyear over here <laughs> this this episode really i think has peeled back the curtain on what it's what what we are like before and after recording the episode true, yeah uh we've sort of peel like not i just said peel back the curtain we sort of we sort of divided uh the walls between worlds here yeah um and gone completely off the deep end i you know we 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 occasionally make jokes about how like there are certain like milestone movies that we do for the podcast and it's like oh the snyder cut or you know mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. it might be i f- i feel like a a changed man after this mm-hmm. i can't put my <laughs> finger on why um go back and listen to the last hour and 45 plus um maybe you'll find an answer there i probably won't (laughs) somewhere in there we was was the turning point yeah 
Uh, if you want to see if that continues to be the case next episode, you can listen to us, uh, you know, probably wherever you're listening right now, but also on herecomesequels.blogspot.com. We are on Twitter at HCTSequels. You can email us at herecomesequels at gmail.com. I do not have any new memes to describe to you, and I'm very sad about that, so please do send some memes in. If not, I will find some, and you don't you don't want to know you don't want to see <laughs> you don't want to know what kind of memes i will dredge up from <laughs> like 2007 um so you know be wary of that if you don't send in some memes uh and yeah that's you know where you can find us we are on all the the podcast apps um so that you know that we have talked for an hour and 40 i think we are do we do we have to keep this going until we pass the runtime of Lightyear? No, because I feel like mm. we're close. Well, Rotten Tomatoes does say it's an hour and forty minutes. I know sometimes they've been inaccurate with these things. Yeah, but we might I be in the clear unless Tyler has to cut clear. out fifteen minutes of material <laughs> from the episode. I think Disney, I think Disney Plus said hour forty nine on the thing on the. Page. Okay. I didn't. Okay. I wasn't paying attention to the time code while I watched it. Uh, maybe there's an extended edition with more jokes. That, <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah the un- the unrated cut of light the, the good jokes right yeah, yeah. <laughs> um john ratzenberger is not in this movie and for a long time he was in every pixar film so and uh, alan tudyk wasn't in it either and he's kind of become that for disney so i think we well, found the answer well i mean I, I mean this movie's bad so i mean i mean he was in cars 2 probably cars 3 is there a cars 3 yeah, yeah there, is. <laughs> there is there is <laughs> And they were going to try to fix some of the creative problems they ran into in Cars 2. <laughs> no, but they're really... It's, I think Michael Keaton's in, in it. Oh, well, that Or the, that or the second one. It's, that called, is... it's called Carpoint. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It's called Carsick. <laughs> <laughs> there is actually a Cars 3, so that means it's a franchise we can do. Um, uh, well... Uh, emphasis on the word hasty. can. Yeah, can, not Possible. not must. <laughs> in one, not in one time will like, not ordained to. Um, but I think there is a pope. Probably in the cars in the cars three or something. Probably I, think, I believe the Pope Mobile does exist. Yeah. Oh, don't 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 when he sends the, when you go through the this the car wash and the baptisms. Yeah. Don't don't drag the Pope into this. I, I, I you know you know what really if you really want to get religious here watching this movie I felt like I was in purgatory. I've been Alex. <laughs> the, the highest rated uh, reviewer of this podcast that was Alex. He gave it the best grade. I've been Britain, <laughs> um, and uh, God God bless. <laughs> I've been Tyler. And thank you for listening to the Godcast.